It's time for Tidy to party. He's been murdered on Dan Burris, which killed Pop Controls. He also worked at Disney through the decades. And Bill hates Cocker Spaniels, so it's time to talk about Lady in the Train. I am known whatever when I'm walking down the street and I see Cocker Spaniel, I'll just drop kick it across, back across the street. Oh, mm-hmm. man, you know what the terrible thing is? There's nothing, like, inherently wrong with this movie. It's just I don't know so about that. <laughs> you know, I was actually surprised to see when looking up uh, reviews and trivia and stuff about this movie that even when it came out, what, this in the 1955's Disney's Lady and the Tramp? Uh, even ni- people were well known for enjoying anything. Exactly! Before they invented Nintendo, before when anyone <laughs> would accept anything. Even in 1955, people were like, yeah, this shit's a little schlocky, sentimental. Uh, it's and... very much Magnificent Ambersons where everybody owns <laughs> a boot Doesn't horn. this take place in the same kind of time and era and place? It, it as... seems like it, at least. It's all... It seems like a bunch of old fuckers being like, remember back in the better days? Yeah, Just like our generation does with the 80s. It's 1910s, like everyone's wearing spats and there's mm-hmm. horse-drawn carriages and it's all like, you know, gotta meet you at the malt shop. Um, I guess it's malt shop more of a nice thing, but... Yeah, it's kind of the start of, uh... It's a Wonderful Life era. Fucking, and that's, yeah, that's also, it's kind of corny. It's it's kind of funny to see 1955 nostalgia for, like, the 1910s. Which is kind of mm-hmm. like, because it's funny, because this I mean, that's all Disneyland is. Well, exactly, that's what Disneyland Main Street is. Uh, that's what, the, the Music Man, I guess, was coming out around this time, and that's nostalgia for, like, 1910 mm. bullshit. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess especially for... It's almost like this always happens. <laughs> well, also, I could see it being a thing for people in the mid-century, in the mid-20th century, they had just, you know, survived two big world wars. You had the Depression. Mm-hmm. A lot of shit had gone down in those 40 years in between, like, 1910 and 19, mid-1950s. So I could see... That's one of those rare cases where you can look back and go, oh, yeah, 40 years earlier, it was a more... Definitely a different world. Whereas now, like, I mean, I guess, you know, we have post-internet, pre-internet stuff. And I I guess in its own way, the internet has been as traumatic as two world wars in terms of uh, human morality. Yeah, we're talking about Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. It's that movie. We've been dreading it for months and months and months. Yeah. (laughs) It's finally here. It says a lot that our two biggest pet peeves when it comes to Disney features or this and Dumbo. Just because mm-hmm. they're both the two cute talking animal movies that are super sentimental, and Dumbo's all about like, oh, it's Dumbo and he's mom. Well, I guess Bambi is kind of that s- same way too. And although somehow, for some reason Bambi's not quite as bad. Um, so you don't have a scene of a sad mom rocking her child to sleep from inside a prison cage. Exactly. And this, it's all like, oh, isn't it so... This, this is some Gene Teasdale, The Onion shit, where it's like, this movie was custom made for crazy old... Are there... I know people talk about crazy old cat ladies. Are there crazy old dog ladies? Because that's what this movie's oh, for made sure. for. Uh, that's Isn't that what Cocker Spaniel owners that's are? What I'm saying. It's the kind of people who anthropomorphize their pets into like... Super, especially when this movie, this movie, super gendered. It's a, it's a sexy boy dog and a cute feminine little girl dog. And she's got eyelashes and he's rough and tumble. And, hey, and it's just like ah, something about it just seems so just like. Ah. I got a question it's, that I just thought of. This is the squarest right, Disney movie ever made. Yeah. Right before I sat down, I had, I had a thought pop in my head. What's Lady's character? 
Her, you know, like, if you had to char- describe her character to somebody, what is her she? Her character is being a lady. She's the female dog. She doesn't have a character. Her character yeah. is just to be like, oh, Jim, dear. Uh, that's, you know what? The one and funny and only cool, fun, like, not even cool. Like, the only clever thing this movie does is that lady, she only knows her owner's names by whatever they call them, like, refer to each other as. Like the, mm-hmm. like, the dad, instead of just being called dad, or even, like, the husband. I love that she just only knows him as Jim Deere, because that's what the wife calls him. And what's the wife called? Darling. Arlene Schnauzer? Darling. 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 Darling, because he calls yes, her Darling. darling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Darlene from the Roseanne. Yeah. And, yeah. yes. There's just not a lot of vitamins or nutrients to this movie. It's just... No. You know, it's animated well. It's, the dog's animation's really good. Animation is good. Well, that's funny, because even seeing the reviews for this, too, on top of talking about how cloying it is, a lot of people are dogging on... <laughs> dogging on the uh, animation saying it was, like, pa- badly animated. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to go that far. No. It looks, and especially the background paintings. Um, I guess mm. this was the last. Oh, it feels so good. This movie deserves a lot of burps and farts. And if I, I you know what, you know what, if I have to take a shit halfway through this episode, I'm just gonna bring the podcast mic into the bathroom because that's what this movie okay. deserves. We have to spice this yeah. episode up. But I guess this was the last feature that fucking our hated, much hated <laughs> Disney person Mary Blair worked on. Uh, mm. it was, I hate. I now feel bad talking shit about her because she did some amazing work. It just. She just, we don't hate Mary she Blair. Just we just drew hate like, art. She just drew like an idiot child. I hate her <laughs> drawings, but she had immaculate yeah. color and design sense. And so this is the last movie she worked on. Uh, she did a lot of like color design stuff for this movie. And it sounds like a lot of the actual background paintings were done by Ivan Earl, who... He... I mean, I guess he had been... Because I think we even mentioned the fact that he had worked on some of the ghost scary stuff in Fantasia. So he's, I guess Ivan Earl had been... But Ivan Earl's big Disney contribution was... Is our next movie going to be Sleeping Beauty after this? Uh, he did all the background paintings for Sleeping Beauty, and that's the thing everyone jerks off about Ivan Earl's contribution to mm. Disney, is is those amazing background paintings for Sleeping Beauty. But, like, this is the one movie where he's working with Mary Blair and Mary Blair's color sense, and, like, I noticed watching this movie because there's nothing else to focus on other than, okay, this movie <laughs> looks pretty. A lot of background uh, paintings have this really cool, like... There's lots of just pools of light. Uh, they mm. do a lot of cool stuff where even inside the uh, lady's, her owner's home, even though it's supposed to be this bright uh, interior, you know, warm, loving environment, they do a lot of cool stuff where there'll still be like in shadow in the foreground, there'll be like jet black silhouettes of chairs and stuff just to create this illusion of space, even without like a multiplane camera. And just mm-hmm. create, like, creating a pool of light in the middle of the room. And also just the color sense in this movie is fantastic. And, yeah, and also playing around with uh, Mary Blair's, uh, yeah, her stuff with uh, not only great color sense, but also uh, contrast. She's She was a master of color and lights and not just having, not just making everything all bright colors, but kind of mixing those bright colors with darks and blacks so the bright colors pop more than if, ah, it's a whole, it's, it's a whole art thing, but, like, I can appreciate her influence on Disney. I'm glad to see. Yeah, I, it's, it's the, like I said, the 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 the, 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 the design of this movie is the one only good thing about it because everything else is. Also, mm-hmm. I guess this is Disney's first, uh, like widescreen movie <gasps> where they like went out of their way. I guess it's like shot in CinemaScope or something like that. 
And I did see, I guess they did, because, uh, you know, there's a big difference between this and, like, the Academy 4x3 TV ratio, so they still wanted to make the, the... a version of this movie available to movie theaters that only had, like, essentially, like, a box screen, a box-shaped screen. So they had to go back and reanimate a couple of the scenes of this movie that were... That more took advantage of the widescreen. Which makes sense, this was probably being made around the same time we... What was the Donald Duck short we talked about? The Grand Canyon scope? That was, like, yes. the first widescreen uh, shorts. And so I'm assuming that, that, yeah, that was probably made at the same time as this was, so... And we talked about how in there... The Grand Canyon scope short, there were some shots they had to redo for a 4x3 Academy review picture. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm so I've been talking for five minutes. What do you think? I think it's not very fun to watch. This movie <laughs> feels long. Yeah, you know, I... especially the first half an hour drags real bad. I literally fell asleep about five times trying to watch this. So much so, <laughs> I decided, fuck it, I'm going to pointedly take a nap in the middle of the afternoon. Just to get, mm-hmm. just to get it, get just, because I wasn't going to be able to watch this movie any other way, because I didn't, I, like, it, the movie's already an hour, 20 minutes long, and it was turning into, like, a two and a half hour watch session, just because, like, I kept on falling asleep so often, I'd have to, like, uh, wake up and then, like, rewind the movie <laughs> to, to see what I'd missed. And I was like, this is ridiculous, it's actually, this is actually going to go faster if I take a nap, and just, like, hopefully, and I did, I, I fell asleep and woke up, and, and I drank some Coke, so it was extra rejuvenated. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's funny that I had to, like, do that to make it so I could finish this movie, but... But yeah, yeah, there's not, like, anything super... It's not like the voice acting's terrible, but there's not much plot. I mean, the whole story no. is just, like... Asshole gives his wife a dog in a box with no holes in it on Christmas. <laughs> and that's the other... The, honestly, the parents, the owners, are fucking assholes in this movie. Oh, they're monsters. They're fucking jagoffs. Yeah. yeah, between this the- is yeah, this is like uh, uh, 80s class warfare. But what if the rich people <laughs> win at the end? I mean, that really kind of is, yeah. Ah, fucking yeah. So I, what? I don't know if you want to do bleep beep, but we just complain yeah, about this. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about Animal Crossing instead. But I just beat no, Yakuza like I a dragon last night. We can talk about that for a oh, while. Oh, nice. But uh, it begins with a quote: "In the whole oh, history yeah. of the world, there is but one thing that money cannot buy: to wit." The wag of a dog's tail. Josh Billings. Who the fuck is Josh Billings? Right off the top of this movie, it's already getting high on its own farts because it's like someone read something in like, in fucking, what's that magazine that everyone would read? That's all like Reader's Digest. Reader, it's all like a Reader's Digest quote. Someone was so entertained by that. Like, let's make a whole movie about that. Also, oh. I guess this is one of the first Disney features. Outside of like the shorts compilations that we've talked about, where this is not based off of off of a specific like pre-existing mm-hmm. story. Um, well, I I read that. Uh, let's see, the IMDb trivia. Yeah. Uh, said, Welcome to the podcast where we just reiterate what's in the IMDb trivia, so you don't have oh, to read that's it. Fun. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, I, I was reading about how the genesis of this movie was in like 1943 one of the Disney artists, Joe Grant. I guess this what had happened at the start of this movie was like he gave his wife a puppy or something like that, a Cocker Spaniel. And like there was a thing about how like it hit the, the, but then they had a baby and the dog was getting upset because the, the dog was feeling usurped by the baby and like Disney. And so I guess this guy who drew drawings of his dog, the dog's name it was a Cocker Spaniel named, named Lady. And I guess Walt what liked up? it well enough. He was like, we should, we could turn this into a movie. 
And they worked on it for a while, and they realized there's no story hook, because just a movie about a dog named Lady, like, okay, well, then what's the point? But then I guess yeah. in the early 1950s, like, in Reader's Digest, someone published, a like, a little short story about, like, the, the, this this rascal dog, he's he's a hobo dog, he's a tramp, mm. he does stuff. And I guess someone at the studio was like, no, were we working on a story about a dog ten years ago that never went anywhere? And they were like, oh, yeah, what if we have that sexy lady dog? And she meets mm -hmm. this hobo dog that we just read about in Reader's Digest. We'll purchase the rights to that story. And, like, they, like, have an adventure together. And so they kind of fuse those two ideas together. And that's Lady the Tramp. And it still turned out to be nothing. <laughs> yeah. I read, as the story was being developed at the studio, Walt Green wrote a novelization. Walt Disney insisted that this be released some two years before the film itself what? to give the audience time to familiarize themselves with the plot. Because... Yeah, you gotta familiarize yourself <laughs> with this rich and detailed world. <laughs> That they exist in. Oh, Ooh, yeah. What? They wrote a novel as well. What? So, okay, so this is not the short story. They are inspired. So, so. That's. <laughs> I don't know. Also, man. knowing how much animated films change and, like, can change in two years. What? Like, the idea that there'd be a novelization of an animated feature written two years? Because, like, if they had written the novelization of, like, Aladdin two years before it came out, it would have been an entirely different story. They would have had, like, Aladdin's mm -hmm. mom and shit. The fuck? So, uh, okay. That's I looked weird. up who Josh Billing was, and he was an American humorist who died in 1885. <laughs> that tells you how old and farty he is. Wait, is that the guy who and wrote the story that I'm talking about? No, it's the guy that wrote the quote that opens the movie oh, the about quote. a dog's I was, I was wagging say, tail. If that's the guy who wrote the novelization, how the hell did he write, write the novelization if he died in 1880? That's me! He was around during, like, he's like a background extra in Back to the Future 3. That's how old that guy is, yeah. Yeah, he looks like a, uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, meat, it's Welch for dinner guy. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got a fucking, uh... Sam, he looks like a Sam Elliott Sam character. Elliott, okay, yeah. I mean, if you, yeah. I, I think everyone, I think even the women who died in 1885 all, had, <laughs> all look like Sam Elliott Sam, All look like Sam Elliott, you're exactly, not wrong. yeah. And then, oh my God. so it is to tall, so it is to tall dogs, be the, be they ladies or tramps, that this picture is respectfully dedicated. Great. Old time Keller, 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 her. I hate it when people like my favorite. super gendered dogs where it's like or any kind of pets where it's like, that's the, mm. she's the lady dog and he's the boy dog and he's the rough scallion and she's a little princess so. and it's just like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> We're introduced to Jim, Deer and Darling, a couple of dorks. <laughs> that they really Jim, are. Yeah. Jim gives her a dog on Christmas. What a. What a pure, perfectly beautiful little lady. And thus, the incredibly uninventive white people named the dog. Great. That's it. Yeah, that's... That's it. I could, especially because I thought, like... I always assumed this is based off of books, so they were stuck with the shitty names for the characters. No! That's just the best thing yeah. names you can come up with are lady... Literally a lady and a tramp. Like, they're just yep. describing the characters, and that's their names. It's like... <sighs> So it's like if in Star put, Wars, if Luke Skywalker was just called Hero and Princess Leia was just called Princess. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh. They they put that tiny little adorable puppy in a room with one of them gas-lit lights because they want to kill that fucking <laughs> tiny little puppy with the gas. Oh, yeah, I guess this is maybe a little bit before electricity started becoming more of a thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. And they gotta be firm to show her who's master right from the very beginning. It's a attention. fucking cocker spaniel, dude. It's not like you're raising a hunting <laughs> dog to be a killer yeah. or something like that. Like, 
Jesus yeah. Christ, let it She like... barks and howls and Jim but don't worry, because Jim there is there to scold her and bang on the door and stuff. God. But later she breaks out of that death trap of a room, just barely escaping <laughs> by the skin of her teeth. That's also th- And works their way through the old timey mansion that these two assholes live in. If you have anxiety about p- pets being mistreated too, this movie can just be kind of like a real like uh, Yeah. 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 They put her in bed because he's too lazy to get up and take her all the way downstairs again. And just for tonight. But then time passes and that's where she sleeps every day, I guess. So she forces them to get up even though it's Sunday. That's the joke. Then she goes outside. Barks at some birds, buries a bone, sees an evil rat. But don't worry because she chases it away. uh, One shot that I thought was really cool. She runs around to the back of the house. And Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if we've seen too many shots like this, but like really take advantage of the fact that like uh, the camera does a whip pan as she's running past the camera because she's running from one end of the house to the other, like outside, like in the side yard. And it does yeah. that cool thing where if you like, you know, like if you really look and see how the it's the background painting has to bulge in the middle to to create the illusion of the camera twisting on a pivot as a as she runs past the camera. I just thought that looked cool. I always love it when when movies do that, animated films do that, where they mess with perspective, like a moving quote unquote moving camera, even though it's a flat plane. And that looked cool. And like again, the background paintings still look really cool and stuff like that. Anyway, yeah. She chases a rattaway. Then she gets the newspaper, and now they all have breakfast together, where Jim Deere gives her coffee, and Darling gives her a donut. They're very responsible dog owners. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's 1910 by way of 1950. Oh, God, I was prepared. I was... My nuts were stealing themselves for even worse, like, racism than there is in this movie. Oh mm. my god, so I'm kind of surprised we get off this relatively Scott, although this isn't one of the movies on Disney Plus that comes with a 10 second. We're sorry yeah. for how we depict minorities in this movie. Please don't hurt us, but yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <sighs> yeah. So, she's about six months old, or that's how long they've had. Oh yeah, because... Really they yeah. get her get her license. They do. Storyline finished. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Amazing film. It's just, I just, I'm, I'm, the, I'm on the edge of my seat. This is the reason why they're putting seatbelts in movie theaters this summer. So, it's related. So that the means this whole movie, this old tramp dog is macking on this barely maybe a year old lady. That makes it creepy, kind of, oh, huh? Even think about that because she's she's not even <laughs> she's sick. a baby. Because the movie ends, it's her first. Because like, it's she's it's only first a year Christmas, old. Yeah. So she is like. Oh man! Oh yeah. no! Oh no! It's it's the yeah. Matt Gates and I, I was movie. like, how old? How dog? I looked up dog years, and it says like the first year of a dog is considered to be fifteen years. So the oldest she could be is like fifteen after a year. At the oldest, so she's like six. Yeah. yeah. Oh no! Oh, and he's definitely yeah. been around for at least a couple years, and enough that like the. I hate to call her Whore Dog, but the entire time I've ever known this movie, I've just thought of her as Whore Dog. The Whore Dog <laughs> writes a song about how many other dogs that tramp is fucked, so he's obviously been around for years. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's terrible. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So won't Jock and Trusty be surprised by her new her new collar with the license on it? He's very proud of her new collar. It, that's actually kind of cute. I kind of <laughs> like how like, maybe. Jock is a Scotty dog with a Scottish accent. It's the he thing. buries bones. He shows up, and of course, the background's all fucking like bagpipes and like it's that that perfect like Disney racial caricature of like 
Yeah, and if the Jim Varney had been alive in 1955, he would have obviously voiced the the fucking bloodhound who was his name's Trusty. This guy did a lot of voices. Yeah, he does definitely. like five or well, six in this one alone. God, yeah, he does. He's this. He's the English bulldog. He's, he, he's mm-hmm. it's just one of those Disney voices too. He's the guard at the gate. Yeah, like you, like as soon as he opens his mouth, you're like, oh, it's that guy. He's one of the guys. Yeah, it's who's Mr. Like, Smee from the pirate uh, from yeah, uh, Peter Pan. He's totally one of those guys that just like gives Disney movies from like the 1950s like that feel. Like yeah. Um, but Pe- uh, and to, uh, they had a lot of people do uh, multiple voices, like Peggy Lee, who does Darling, that. also does the cats and the, the slow-eyed dog. I am astonished that the prim lady owner of Lady is is the cats and the whore dog. Peg, did they mm-hmm. name, I guess maybe they named the, the, the whore dog? I, yeah. I, maybe I should say sex worker dog uh, <laughs> is... is I must. That's that's a pretty good vocal range there. I'm pretty impressed. And I didn't. I would have never guessed they were the same lady. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So they they uh. Let's see. <laughs> something uh, something. Lady, he buries bones. Lady prances around, flashing her new bling. It must be very expensive. And they gotta show old Trusty now, cause he's sensitive about those kind of things. And he's snapping on his porch. He's uh, a bloodhound. He used to track hit criminals in the swamps, but Scotty's like, ah, he's lost his sense of smell. But they ne- must never let on that they know. How do they know? Birth. So. To be fair, that is more story structure than I expected from this movie, where that becomes a plot point at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, although it's never like he just kind of somehow forcefully overcomes his his lack of sense of smell. I don't think he movie. actually lost his sense of smell. I think Scotty's just an uh, asshole. That's a good point because Scotty's the only one who even talks about his. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Scotty's yeah. been gaslighting Trusty all this time. Yeah. 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 He notices his collar right away. Time sure flies. And she was a tiny puppy. Now she's a fully grown lady. Then Jim Deere comes home, and him and Lady have a race. And then he makes a key, her ban- balance a candy on her nose before they go inside. It was probably like made of asbestos or something. Oh yeah, the fucking 1910 candy. Yeah, no, that's yeah. Good. So then, like all old timey people, they just sit in front of a fireplace. He's smoking a pipe. She's knitting. Yeah, great. It is like the most old time again. What people did before they invented just, Nintendo is just like Game Boy cannot buddy. come fast enough. Oh god, yeah. And then Jim says, with Lady here, our life is quite complete. And Darling says, I don't imagine anything could take her place in our hearts. Well, as if that the, certainly sounds foreboding, doesn't the, it? The, the, the movie might as well just come with a thundercrack on the soundtrack. It's just like, well, <laughs> yeah. just by saying that mm-hmm. she has fucked over Lady. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So here's the tramp. He's waking up in a barrel, cause see, he's a street dog, and he's gotta dig up some breakfast. I so do he goes like... over to Tony's, where some stereotypes dwell, waiting to give him some bones. I like. I wonder if you remove the actual racist, racist, the the most pronounced racist stereotypes in this movie being the cats. I wonder if they would still feel obligated to put the "we're sorry for the racist characters." Well, yeah, because they got like... all the racist caricatures in the dog pound. <laughs> no, well, that's true. But I just even with t- with the Italian guys, it seems even in 2021, Italians are the one the one <laughs> the one ethnic Man, group you could still make I fun of. I don't know because Charles Martinet heard these guys and said it's a little much. <laughs> it's a me, yeah. Uh, you yeah. know what? I do like when Tramp is introduced, though. I do like they show it. It's like his morning routine. He's sleeping in a barrel 
He like mm -hmm. takes a shower. Like there's like some dripping water off off camera that like he just bathes in. Yeah, they do a good thing of him like this is early morning routine. I th uh, their early morning routine of a hobo, dog a hobo, I guess. I thought that yeah. was kind of cute. Um, yeah. So the Italian man throws Tramp a bone, and that scene ends. Later, he's chewing on that bone, and he hears a dog catcher puts up a sign that says, "Warning: Notice is hereby given that any unlicensed dog will be immediately impounded this is, by order of the city council." This is the first time I woke. I fell asleep, and I like the the music sting. When you when they reveal what that text is, woke me up, and I was like, "Oh god, I gotta rewind this by five minutes and see what I missed," because that's obviously a story beat. But mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Peg, the slow-eyed dog, and a bulldog are in the dog catcher's keg. So Tramp frees them, and we move on with our lives. Then the, he gives the dog catcher to slip after barking at him and stuff, and everybody's free. Yay! They'll be caught again momentarily. So he gets chased all the way to Snob Hill. Where even the pigeons are too good for him because he drinks from a pool. They're like, harumph, and fly away. Oh, so that's why he calls yeah. her Pidge, right? I guess. I guess? It's funny they never articulate it's... that, and I didn't even, that didn't even occur to me. I thought it was weird because he, like, and he doesn't, like, call her Pidge consistently throughout the whole movie, but, like, there's one scene where he's like, hey, Pidge, 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 yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I bet there's a lid on every trash can and a fence around every tree, boof, doof. How are dogs supposed to pee on things if there's a fence around it? Oh. Uh -huh. I guess they'll just have to pee on the fence. So elsewhere, Jock and Trusty call our calling out lady. She's in the backyard being all sad and mopey because Jim Deer and Darling are acting very strange. This is so before they call... they've revealed the baby, right? So we don't know yeah, what's going cause on. Yeah, because they gotta go. They gotta go behind the greenhouse so they don't. The humans don't hear them talking. I guess. <laughs> So, uh, oh. Jim doesn't dote on Lady like he normally does. He rushed inside and ignored her to check on Darling, because, Darling, in your condition, here alone all day, walking that dog. <gasps> oh, and then she's like, oh, he called me that. He's never called me that, that before. dog? Yeah. Oh. Oh, no. And then the, the bloodhound's like, white people problems. <laughs> Fuck it, man. Come on. That's, That's your issue here. Too, it's just so, like... Yeah, even among the dogs, it is totally first world dog problems. Like, who gives a shit, lady? Like, yeah. Also, fucking Darlene's not even showing yet, and Jim's like, your condition. She's like, what am I, broken? I, mean, I can still do to, shit, welcome asshole. Welcome to 1910, where any lady who's pregnant could spontaneously explode from all the asbestos candy she's been eating. She's home alone all day doing what? Also, what does Jim do? Like, yeah, what's his, how is his family being supported? Because... Jim doesn't seem fit for any kind of job that, you know, he's probably fucking, what, what's a 1910 rich people's job? Like, just, it's, I don't know. Tough. If we were a better podcast, we'd have a whole bit about that right now. But like, yeah, we don't do People listening to this podcast, feel free to email tardypodcast.com <laughs> with your ideas of what Jim Darling in, in fucking, oh, it's Jim Deer is yeah, doing going, to, for a living in right. the radio tramp, but. <clears throat> uh, Trusty mentions his grandpappy, old reliable, and the running joke is he says, "I don't think I mentioned old reliable." That before, does have I? And then they say, "I, you have." That sets a very cute payoff at the end, though. That's one of the mm -hmm. things where I was like, "Oh, I see what they did." There, I see. Yeah. 
And then yesterday, they were sp- her, uh, her and, and Darling were supposed to take a walk, but that bitch just wanted to sit in her chair and knit. She couldn't even be bothered to throw a ball, and then she even swatted Lenny on the butt when she wouldn't drop that ball of yarn on the floor. I'm watching this now, and it's funny because like all she does is slightly pat her on the on the butt. She doesn't actually yeah. strike her, but like no, yeah. And even Lady says it didn't hurt really, but you know she's never struck me before. This did make me feel a little bad. The other day I was I was uh brushing my cat and the cat flipped out and bit me on the hand and I did bop him on the head. And I was like, oh, and then hey, you know what? When bad. a cat bites you, you fucking bop well, that. That's what I'm saying. It was it was a chomp. It wasn't just a love <laughs> nip. But that cat, because cat, I accidentally overstimulated the cat and cat was like, Rah! and just yeah. So very sweet animal. Just kind of stupid though. Welcome to cats. Uh, yeah. Actually, they're not all sweet. Anyhow. Well, yeah. Well, the ones we have here are thankfully pretty sweet. So somehow, between those two things, the two the two old dogs figure out that she's going to have a baby. Babies are cool, even if they're too expensive for you to play with. But then Tramp strolls by and insert himself in the conversation. I thought they'd starts talking about how shitty it is to have a baby. And then they take your food out and just give you baby food leftovers. And then they make you sleep in the doghouse. Ah, it's all garbage. Could they not really come up with an inciting incident as to why Tramp gets involved? He's literally, he doesn't know any of these characters. He's literally just walking past hearing them talk and he just... Literally interjects himself into the conversation. That's how he. That's how he enters the picture. Yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. it's, it's I had to rewind it because I was like, did I miss something? Is there a reason why he's no, suddenly no. here? But no, I guess he's just new to this town. He just, just loves shit talking babies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. And there's Jock great animation. I love say, when uh, he he scoots a little Scottish terrier out of the way to talk to lady and. This is a really good dog animation in this movie. Yeah, Jock and Trusty, don't sweat it, lady. Man's best friend is a human, which makes Tramp laugh and is like, You've fallen for that old line? And Jock's like, Yeah, we have, and we no need for mongrels and their radical ideas, so get, get out of here. here, red commie son of a bitch. Pretty yeah. much, and then he leaves and he says, Remember this, pigeon? A human heart has only so much room for love and affection, and when a baby moves in, a dog moves out. I mean... Jim Deer and Darley do kind of seem like the types because they're the types of assholes that hammer a Yale flag on the baby's wall and buy it sports gear like a couple of assholes. They're the kinds of assholes who present who put present a dog. A they give a dog as a gift on Christmas. B they put the mm-hmm. dog in an un un unventilated box mm-hmm. wrapped under the tree for God knows how long, and then they're already like fucking going crazy with this fucking yeah Yale shit. It's fucking. Who are the cartoon guys? They're trying to from the Warner Brothers. The uh, the guys who go to the school and there's the blue yeah, dude they P. punch. Yeah. Who are those yeah, guys? The Dover boys. The Dover, Dover boys. boys. They're tro- tro- totally trying to turn this kid into a Dover boy. That kid's not even mm-hmm. born yet. So fuck yeah. these parents. And these parents would tell exactly. Uh, this is one of the rare cases where fucking Tramp is probably actually correct. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The animation on the Scotty Terrier is hilarious, though. Yeah. I do love they totally capture that like. A little short, like all that confidence in that tiny little dog who's with his little tail, the Scottish Terriers. The animation on the thing cracks me up. They told I love all the gags they do with the bloodhound's skin being super loose and gross. Yeah, that's totally like, yeah, really nicely observed dog behavior in this. Yeah, it would have been great if those two were in the movie more. I know, and that's like, I mean, at least they got that right. I mean, this whole movie pretty much exists just to do good dog animation, but so at least they got that stuff. Like, that stuff is good, but, yeah. 
wish there's yeah. just more nutrients to this movie, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Time passes. Jin has to go out in the middle of the night in a snowstorm to get her watermelon and chop stewie ah! because pregnant women be wacky, am I yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Baby showers where ladies ignored by a bunch of sentient dresses and Jim is insulted by a bunch of man legs. It's great. Fantastic. Ha ha ha. April rolls around and Jim is on the phone with his Aunt Sarah to let her know it's a boy. It's a boy. What? What color are its eyes? Oh, I didn't check. Hey, they're blue, you idiot. Like every single baby that's ever born. Wait, is that babies a thing? Babies are born with... I knew you were going to ask that. Yeah, babies are born with blue eyes. It's horrifying. They get... They get the color later. Okay, no, that's bad. Even what? Why? Even black babies? What? I I'm not sure on that. But you babies have blue eyes. Yeah, but... ah! I'll do a quick Google search. I never knew. Well, at least a lot. Yeah. Babies. That's alarming. Born with blue eyes. It's the top top result. While only one in five Caucasian adults have blue eyes in the United States, most are born blue eyes. Yeah, because mm. I, I had blue eyes and blonde hair when I was mm. I was a cute kid, and I turned into a mutant. Runner. What happened? Right when I was about seven or eight, I just started turning into a garbage pail kid and never stopped. Oh, so. It's all because you started shitting in your toys' pants and you're like, just put <laughs> them under a bridge. Me. Sleeping in bed with a shitty Mickey every night just turned me into a garbage pail kid. I Eating the myself. Billy Goat's gruffs every day. <laughs> oh, God, and so yeah. fucking, they give birth to a goddamn baby. Yeah, yep. And, um, let's see. Oh, he's so hype, it's a baby boy. I'm so glad I wasn't invested on which gender my kid was going to be. God, yeah. I've known, I've, I've known people that cry when their kid's a boy, and it's like, come on, man. That, again, painting, like, this couple, even ten years ago would have been a little bit less... Less. At least they didn't blow but, anything like, up when they found out it was a boy. That's what I was about to say. Boy, after like after hearing vessels. all this baby gender reveal, seeing these parents are getting so worked up about what gender the, their kid is going to be. Did they even say mm. what gender it is? Yeah, it's a boy. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Little yeah. Star Sweeper, dream on. Mm -hmm. So later, a baby cries. There's a sparkling baby bottles drying in the sunlight, and Lady's going to sing a song about what is a baby for, like, five seconds. And write songs. I may I have forgot. actually There's been supposed to be songs in these Disney movies. I was. I may have actually legitimately been unconscious for that because I do not. Re I'm watching it now, and I remember watching any of this yesterday. Jane like, coming down the stairs, like whistling and skipping. Hey, that dude's not doing nothing for this baby because if he just had a baby, he's That's supposed so to be tripping down those stairs and half blind because he's so fucking tired. Yeah. But since it was like 1910, well, he's obviously getting a good night's sleep, and he's like, "Ah, oh, honey, the baby's crying. Get up and take care of it." I guess his aunt has shown up to help take care of the kid. No, not yet. No, no. not yet. Okay. No. So, uh. Well, the, I'm up to the terrible racist part of the movie, so I must actually oh, okay. jump ahead a little yeah, bit. Yeah, good. So, so uh, Darling sings to the baby. I guess we can spend some time on this. Jim holds Lady up to see the baby, and she's like, Oh, okay, I see. It's a baby. Great. Fantastic. And then later, Jim is packing for a trip. They're leaving the baby. Oh, they're that's brand new what baby. It is. Okay, yeah. The, they, they're leaving the brand new baby. They leave the baby for the rest of the movie. That, that baby is... It's still f suckling on the titty. Yeah, I don't you understand. Just, what are you? What are they doing? Is it like? Because oh, I, I imagine Jim was like, "Honey, you seem very stressed out and tired all the time. I'm gonna take you on a trip." 
to get your mind off this baby. Like, and she's like, no, I want to stay with my baby. And he's like, pish posh, my dear. She's this probably will rejuvenate you and you'll be back to take care of this baby full of life. She's probably still waddling from having her perennium sliced open. As What do they call that when they do the birth thing and they do the, like that? Yeah, they have to cut up the vagina to do the thing. Like, she's mm. probably still healing from that. And he's like, we have to go to Niagara Falls now. Like, well, well, my aunt, my elderly aunt will come here. I guess she's a wet nurse. She'll literally feed our child from her moldy old breasts. Let's go. <laughs> and so they pack up and leave. And then the rest of the movie is just lady in this empty hey. house with an old lady and a baby. Oh, it's only been half an hour. I feel like this cartoon's been going on a lifetime. Yeah. So yeah. lady tries to stop yeah, them. Yeah, it's not like there's been that much story or anything like that. No. But yeah. Lady tries to stop them, but they're like, don't sweat it, lady. We're leaving Aunt Sarah here. And we're idiots, so we've somehow missed the fact that she's completely incompetent and woefully unprepared to take care of a baby. Also, she's managed to bring her own pets, which are going to create a huge problem. Uh-huh, somehow. And she's the same lady that the fairy godmother's voice in Cinderella. Oh, I didn't even catch that, yeah. Nah, of so course, after Disney's they got, leave, like, three voice actors, of course. Yeah, yeah after they leave, she goes and look at the baby. Lady looks too, but then that old bitch shoots her out of the room. And I can't stand Aunt Sarah. I've never liked Aunt Sarah. Even when I was a kid, I'm like, this lady deserves to be shot I'm into the moon. I'm actually surprised Aunt Sarah's not more of an outright villain. Mm, I, mean, she seems I don't know. More she's a, pretty villainous. I mean, she seems kind of, especially because she brings the racist characters into the house. So she seems even more villainous now than she would have in 1955. But yeah. The fact that she never got eaten by a rat at the end of the movie <laughs> made they, me very upset. The crocodile should have eaten her. It should have been yeah. like, a, like a fucking Captain Hook ending for uh, Aunt Sarah. Oh. So she, the baby cries after because she, she screams at lady and kicks her out of the room, and then she goes downstairs and uh oh, uh oh, uh -oh no, the fucking uh oh, Griffin McElroy, uh oh, uh oh, whoopsie uh -oh. daisy, uh oh, it's fucking uh -oh. just hit that red uh -oh. alert, just, uh -oh. red alert, just <laughs> klaxons go off, it's oh no, Jesus. oh no, even the music, whoopsie. even whoopsie. before you see them, the music is already like, oh no. no. Oh, oh no. gee, I mean, it's already bad so enough the there's no about, black people in this universe, but now... Oh. The thing about Siamese cats is, I've seen Siamese cats in person. You could have made a really dumb, goofy-looking Siamese cat caricature without making it racist. No, because, because they're always cross-eyed and dumb. It's all gotta turn- it's gotta be the racist character. You can't do anything else about these gotta animals. Because that's the whole thing is because like, oh, it's, other, it's something from another culture. Let's make it as weird and as funny as possible, because we're white people mm -hmm. in 1955. No, yeah, but seriously, so... what were Jindir and Darling thinking? Yes, Aunt Sarah, bring your shitty racist cats. Yeah. They'll destroy our house, try to eat our other pets. It'll be great for everyone. And the terrible thing, too, again, with like with the pet anxiety in this thing, where the, like, Aunt Sarah seems to be completely... She, like, do, do these cats not lash out at her home? Because she doesn't seem, seem to be understand that, like, capable that her cats... That her pets are even capable of doing What this did shit. she think? Lady clawed up the curtains? That's what I'm saying! At a certain point, like, also Lady's like a fucking foot and a half tall, uh, uh, Cocker Spaniel. How did, how would she have been able to do half the damage? Where shit's been knocked off all these surfaces in the room and stuff like that, but like... Yeah, and they almost so killed ladies, the, oh my God. Lady screams at them, that's racist, and starts chasing <laughs> them around the that house. That black kid yelling gif, that's racist, yeah, dot com. yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Jesus H. And you know then, what the terrible thing? I so I guess these characters' names are Sam, Sai, and Am, which mm. is actually not that bad. And I, I saw in the original story they were named Nip and Tuck, 
where yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus H. Christ. So this is this is the rare case where Disney actually got less racist with their adaptation. by like Not that their names were ever uttered in the film, but like, Jesus Christ. It's pretty bad when D Disney 1955 is cleaning up the racism built yeah. into the story. They got a plaque that said, you did the bare minimum. Congratulations. <laughs> Sick. Congratulations. Yeah. Jesus H. Christ. So, after Lady Chases, I'm not that shitty aunt comes downstairs and they act like they got hurt, so... Uh, like any normal person, she decides to take uh, the dog it's... to the pet store and get a muzzle for her. God damn, what that, a fucking... That... So, uh, and the pet shop owner's doing an Edwin impersonation for some reason. <laughs> it's like, yes, I've got a muzzle with a leash right here. Edwin may have already... Been... Well, no, because Edwin's in Mary Poppins 10 years after that. I was going to yeah. say, Edwin may have been dead already. So I she, think he died shortly she after takes, Poppins. But yeah. She takes the... She hates the muzzle, takes off running, escapes the pet shop. Hey, that had to be a fun call for... For Aunt Sarah. Hi, Jim. Yeah, I've been here a day and uh, I lost your dog. Uh -huh. It's literally been uh -huh. an yeah. hour and a half yeah. since you Hold left. on, Bill. Hold on. Hold on, Bill. Uh, yeah, well, look, I took her to the sh pet shop. Why? Oh, uh, uh, to buy a muzzle. Why, why does she need a muzzle? Yeah, for her face. Uh, Jim, stop yelling, please. Listen, <laughs> I put a muzzle on her face and she ran away. Uh huh. Yeah, no, I didn't take the baby with me. I left it at home. <laughs> no. No, I, it, my racist cats were there to keep an eye on it. Yeah. Yeah, the racist cats that ate your fish. Oh, your fish got eaten too. Yeah. No. Hey, Jim, there's no need for that kind of language. Jim. Jim, he's still- Jim! Jim, your baby's still in the crib. What, was he gonna crawl away while I was at the pet <laughs> store? He's fine. What? How much trouble can a baby get into when he crawls? I mean, crawl? it's 19 cents, so she probably put the baby in, like, in a, in a bread basket. Like, or like, you know, some kind of Where like- Where was the baby when she went to the pet store? Just put the baby in the closet. What's it gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I lady sucks ass, ass man. Cause it's not like she has a baby crooked in one arm or anything like that. Yeah, no, she, she doesn't, doesn't have a bassinet or anything. <laughs> Jesus Christ, too. And again, with the pet anxiety, you essentially have lady being enslaved here. Uh-huh. With the collar, cause it's, yeah, collar and the whole thing, and that's the whole thing. Yeah, she runs around. And... Jesus Almost Christ. getting run over by everything, and she eventually yeah. makes her way I mean, to that's the wrong good animation. side of the tracks. Actually, I need to go back, because, like, uh, this is stuff, this, like, her running through the streets and almost getting, like, run over by, like, horse-drawn carriages and, like, an old Model T and stuff, that is stuff mm. that would be perfect for, like, CGI these days, but this is mm. actually, yeah, there's a lot of, because, like, these are very complicated machines driving yeah. uh, towards and away from the camera in perspective. And considering that was all hand-drawn, I don't think they were doing the thing that they would end up was... doing in 101 Dalmatians later, where they would take models and trace the models. So that's actually pretty good by freehand, like, doing all this Huge stuff. phobia for people of this age bracket to have had at the time, because that was what happened at the end of the Mr. Magnificent Ambersons, too, as he got in a car accident, and everybody was like, Oh, cars are the devil! Yeah, exactly. This, this automated mobile is the devil, yeah. Oh, man. Yep. So, uh... She makes her way to the wrong side of the tracks, and she's chased by some evil dogs for some reason. I don't know. I saw whatever. Something about All the how way. I guess Disney fans have long speculated that she was in heat, and they're trying to have sex with her. And like, mm. it's like this, is like a real thing that like Disney, other Disney scholars have to be like, no, we have no proof that she was in heat. <laughs> like, it's people like getting way too thought up and. What yeah. did what and scam not scam? They just needed the tramp to save her. For <laughs> I something. was watching the trailer for Lady and the Tramp Two Scamp's Adventure right before mm. watching this. So I keep on wanting to call the tramp scamp. 
It's so Might as well. It doesn't really have a name. Camp? Really? That's the best Disney could come up with in like 2001 was... I guess Scamp rhymes with Tramp, but like... Yeah. Anyway, so see a Tramp shows up so, and rescues Lady. He jumps in, save the day, fight off all these random aggro dogs. They battle. I always did like the part when I was little where he bites up one of the other dog's legs real fast and then the sound effects all... Yeah. And they do, they do the clever thing where they sh like get away with not showing too much of the violence by... Most of the fight is shown in silhouette while Lady is hiding mm -hmm. behind a barrel. But like, yeah, it seems like... Well, and they, they actually do... A good job of showing, like, like it's not like a life or death fight. There's no blood, but like it's definitely like the like the dogs are definitely like it's not playing, but they're obviously not trying to kill each other. But like, which is funny because that that's a thing I've seen in, happen in real dogs too, where it's more about trying to alarm each other rather than actually trying to kill each other, and they actually do a good cartoon representation of that. But mm -hmm. anyway, so but yeah. So he's like, hey, what up, baby? Oh, shit, you got a muzzle? Well, let's go to the zoo to get it off. <laughs> but at the zoo, they gotta, they gotta sneak past the policemen that all zoos have at their <laughs> stations at their entrances. Well, I do love it. It's the most fucking, like, from a Nintendo game, fucking <laughs> Irish 1910 cop with white gloves and everything like that. And this is, like, the most lengthiest sequence in the whole movie. Is so just, instead of just going to the zoo, they have to come up with a ten-minute sequence of, like, Tramp tricking this other guy. Oh, you gotta show how Tramp's so crafty. Of this, this, this feels like a deleted scene. They forgot to delete because there's no. They could, they, they <laughs> oh, you could just do it as so the moment Tramp says, "Hey, let's go to the zoo." You could just do a cross dissolve of them in the zoo. But no, yeah, you need to have this. But, whole, like, well, they can't go in the zoo because Lady points out there's a sign that says no dogs allowed. And Tramp's like, he's well, like, "Hey, don't point, worry baby. about it." Yeah, yeah, that's the point, baby. Yeah. So they just gotta wait for the right stooge to come along, and here comes a Poindexter Brainiac now! So Trap pretends to be that guy's Brainy Man dog, when whistles for him, it's, and that upsets the stereotype Irish cop. So they argue about whether that's that dog or not, and the hot-headed stereotype man starts to get physical with the brain-head man. I do but like- that's not so much a stereotype, <laughs> as that's just what actually happens. Yeah, and these days the cop would just shoot that guy in the face, and that'd yeah. be the end of it, but- yeah. I do like he's like, hey, the cop's like, hey, can't you read the sign? And the guy says, oh, I can read it in multiple languages. And I thought that was mm -hmm. kind of cute, but yeah. So while they fight, the dogs sneak into the zoo. All while the animals look out from their depressing, depressing cages. The fact that this yeah. is what zoos were like back when this stupid movie took place is a great, great reminder that this timeline sucked ass and we should never regress back to it. Time to go back in time and murder white people just for coming up with this like shitty society, but... Yeah, mm -hmm. I thought the whole thing was going to be that they go to the, go to the ape cage because you think of all the animals in the zoo that would be able to take off that 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 uh, head whatever the fucking headgear is on Lady the muzzle. You'd think mm -hmm. it would be the monkeys because they have the hands, and that's the first place they go to. And the guy makes the joke is like they're too stupid, they're too closely re related to humans to be, be able to help us. Yeah. Instead, we're gonna go to the much smarter alligator. Yeah, <laughs> voiced he was by just gonna eat lady. That's that's voiced by Thurl's Ravencroft, who did the uh, mm. Tony the Tiger. Uh, Tony the Tiger. Tony yeah, the Tiger. He's gonna ass. bite her head off and say that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I did it. <laughs> also, he did the voice of the, the narration for the Grinch. But yeah. Um, so and yeah, he no, rides. that's right, because he almost does bite her head off, and they have to go to the beaver. That's what it is. Okay. The beaver, who apparently has the nicest enclosure in the whole damn zoo, for he some like reason. lives in the wild. Like it's not. Yeah, a, it's like he's living in the world's first thing, where like 
now, because, you know, zoos eventually wised up to like, okay, well, at least try to make kind of the zoo enclosure kind of look like a little slice of nature. And I guess this, this like, Missouri Zoo in 1910, this is the first time they ever tried to do that. So Yeah, because he's, like, in a forest with yeah. a running river running through yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So they find him. They go. They, he can't stop his work because every second wasted is a second of his water going over the spillway. This goes fucking, on for a while too. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So the tramp gets an idea and says, "Well, he needs a little log puller to pull his logs down to the water." And and that's what lady happens to be modeling right now. Sick cuts log time hauling high time sixty six percent. So the Where beaver wants the to try it on. Man, come out because this this right here almost seems like a gag from the Music Man. Well, that's I think this is just what like sales I mean, just a shyster, yeah, kind of like hey, because he is totally getting one over on uh, yeah. Yeah. So the beaver wants to try it on. So this Tramp's like, all you gotta do is bite it off her, and he's like, we gotta. And they are like, all right, peace out, later, loser. And he's like, wait, <laughs> you gotta wait. I want to see if it worked before we settle on the price. So they say it's a free sample. <laughs> Well, it's kind of so nice he, that Lady steps in with the saying it's a free sample to show that she's starting to get the gist of what Tramp's lifestyle is and that she's in on the grift a little bit, which that's mm. kind of a nice way to show that her her moral compass is being slightly realigned already. So, yeah. yeah. He hooks it to a log, gives it a yank, and it almost kills him, and he rips down the hill, <laughs> flies through trees, almost dies, and then he says, Shay, it works well. I, I almost wonder if they kept this whole scene in the movie, because you don't need this like the thing of like the dealing and the stuff, just because it's a nice piece of animation of the beaver almost being killed by his own log, because he goes flying <laughs> down the hill, and it yeah. rolls, and yeah, the log has a crazy shit, but... So later... Tramp fills Lady on on his life. He has multiple families, one for every day of the week. He eats different food at different accents homes. Again, mm. more racist stereotyping here. <laughs> like, I I have corned beef at the blah, 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 and the, yeah. Uh, the, the I hate that, that he German calls family. her Pidge. I don't know why, but it just rubs me the wrong way that he's always called her Pidge. Yeah, especially, I mean, that's why when you, maybe you it's point because... out the pigeon thing at the beginning, I was like, okay, I guess maybe you're supposed to assume because he's Pigeons are kept creatures, I guess, kind of. Maybe know. it's because they're the rats of the sky that it's like, ew, gross yeah, pigeon. Why would that's not a cute little nickname? Do show up in the wild anymore? Are they just really just urban aerial vermin? That's it. I don't so know. that's why he's equating her with a pigeon, I guess. Yeah. And now these messages. Brought to you by... That dog can sell anything. We interrupt these commercials to bring you our program. We go to Tony's, where uh, Tony is so so racist, he even does Italian hand motions and shit. There's a reason this is the only scene people talk about, because this is the only interesting... This is the only, like... Because nothing, there's nothing else in this movie. Again, it's, there's no nutrients nothing in this movie. Nothing else is whimsical. This movie is no. a mayonnaise sandwich, and this is the mayonnaise. This is the only part with any flavor in it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, weird here, that, like... Tramp's name is Bush, and Tramp's like, Hey, look, I got a lady friend here, and, well, son of a gun, he got a caca spaniel Spanish girl. And then, uh, they say, Hey, hey, uh, you settled down with this one. Okay. And then Joe brings bones, which Tony hits away and says, What's the matter for you, Joe? I break your face. 
Hey man, I was just trying to bring the dog some bones. Why are you got to be so aggro, Toby? Is there an edit of this yet where it's actually the two guys from the live-action Super Mario TV show? Mm. It's like Captain Lou Albano and that other guy. Yeah, <laughs> the like, other guy. They're just like badly blue-screened over Tony and, and whatever the <laughs> other dude is. And it's just like, hey, let's do the Mario. Drugs will send you to hell. Yeah, when hey, remember when there's two dogs there, they get the best food in the house, which I, is apparently yes. spaghetti and meatballs. There's so, Woo! I mean, best there's, stuff, man. We don't want to cinema sins a Disney movie, but it is. I ain't funny gonna that... shit talk spaghetti and meatballs, but that's your best dish, Tony. Uh, what else is on there? Hey, we got the spaghettios. We got Chef Boyardee. <laughs> uh, it is cute that these guys. We got some uh, hot dog water. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, spaghetti and meat. Well, I guess the meatballs might cost a bit, but like of all the things an Italian restaurant could be selling, spaghetti and meatballs is probably one of the, like if they if they could cast off any actual like dish they serve to people to a couple of animals. Uh, I guess this spaghetti would be the... and meatballs is what the whitest person in your party orders when they don't know what the rest of the dishes are. Exactly. Like, there's too many scary, foreign-sounding words in this menu. I'll get the spaghetti and meatballs. Although, to be fair, Fried I love spaghetti CD? and meatballs. What is that? Every time I watch this scene, I'm always mm. like, oh, man, I can go for some spaghetti and meatballs. Because mm. even I love that the line art of the spaghetti is red just to kind of suggest kind of like the swuss. And I love, mm -hmm. like, even the detail, they got the little pot with, like, breadsticks, and they've got the, 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 the wine glass with the candle and the little wicker basket, and, yeah, although, of course, if I were doing this, I would have them, they would be going to eat personal, uh, personal pan pizzas at Pizza Hut, because that's even more. They both burn the roofs of their mouths, and they're like, why do we always eat it too quick? <laughs> well, spaghetti, you don't have to worry about that too much. No. Uh, yeah, no. so it's the cute. It's also, this scene goes by a lot faster than I remember. I thought there was more of a thing of like. Oh yeah, all the songs are like maybe a minute at most. In is this. the big song in this movie is the song that plays after the scene where it's like the like they go on their night date. <laughs> Which this is the night. Yeah, because Tony comes out with his accordion and is like, they oh, don't let me do this right. inside the restaurant, so I sing it for the dogs. I forgot they don't even just like they really pull. Out, it must be a slow night at Tony's. The the, the two guys running the. <laughs> is this a common problem? If you look up their Yelp reviews, it's like their the food here was cold as shit because. These guys love singing <laughs> to animals in the alley when they should be cooking and serving mm -hmm. the food instead. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they were just happy to be closing up, and this is like leftover spaghetti. They gave my spaghetti to a dog! <laughs> my plate! That's my plate! It's got my name on it! They just gave it to a dog right outside the window! What the fuck? Oh mm -hmm. my god, so... Yeah, so but they do cute. the spaghetti they do the thing, thing, and they kiss. And so he gives her the last meatball, which is always romantic. I saw they... they so in Lady and the Tramp 2 Scamp's Adventure, they riff mm. on this scene by Scamp. He gets a girlfriend called Angel, and they try to replicate the same scene, except she goes hog wild nuts and just eats the plate of spaghetti like a dog, which actually I thought was a funny joke. Cause she just goes um num 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 num, which cause it is. I have never been the type of individual. I know people that do it, and if you say, "Hey, you want to split a dish?" I'm gonna say, "No, what? we each get our own." Because yeah, there are. I, I've gone to dinner with couples, and they both order one thing and then split it between the two of them. What? Hey, that's a good way to get your hand bitten. What? You don't. No, no. I, I might see. want more. I might want to eat more. I can see Don't if you're at a restaurant and you no. want to do it like buffet style and you want to share with people, Shh, like everyone's mutually sharing. But like, 
there are people that share drinks that I know. Like, they order one drink and share it. I mean, to be fair, what, what this, this movie is made for that kind of, you know, I'm sure there's people who do that. They probably do that because they saw Lady in the Trap. They're like, isn't it romantic <laughs> if we if we each share the same hamburger and our lips meet in the middle? Like, yeah. I love I don't the idea. think I'd even be willing to, hey, I want to try this, so if no, you want to try that, thing. so we can, we can each try it. And I'll be like, God no, damn. I just want what I want. And you can maybe have a bite of it. Let's, 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 let's actually pretend we're support. two separate people for once. Yeah, we don't have yeah. to be like the same body and soul. Like, <laughs> it's not on. even that. I just don't want people to eat my food. <laughs> I'd be hungies. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, what if I want to eat every single chip of nachos? What if I get to the end and there's no more nachos on the plate? And I'm like, I could really eat I'm one I'm also more entertained nacho. by the fact that, like, even among the dog community, like, the other dogs would think this is cloying as fuck that they're eating the same. Like, they're like, guys they're don't have any their eyes in the alley. Oh, my God. Fucking gosh. assholes eating the same fucking spaghetti. Assholes. Could you not order, could, like, use your dog money to buy, like, two separate plates of uh, spaghetti? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she looks up the up at the sky and sees all the laundry hanging in the alley and is like, I have no standards or reference for what a good date is, so this must be one. <laughs> to be fair, this seems to be a pretty good day. You gotta go out for Italian food, you get spaghetti and meatballs, which I I'm not gonna talk shit on spaghetti and meatballs. Even if no, they're sharing I wasn't one talking plate, shit on spaghetti. They go and out, they look at a heart called J M and E B, which I try to look up to see what that is, and no one seems to know what that is. Mm. Like they've even tried to figure out like oh there was like there's JM and EB don't match up with the initials of anyone who worked on the film. Uh, some people have tried to suggest that JM, that's JM and EB are the names of Jim Darling, Jim Jim Deer and Darling, the, the ladies' owners. Which people have been like, well, that could be like maybe they wrote in the cements before they got married. But no, it's wet cement. It's no, freshly yeah, it's poured. wet cement. They're out of town. Yeah. Oh, they're also out of town. So yeah, exactly. So like, yeah. But, and that, it's, it's it's nice that there's an actual. Such a, like, a distinct Disney mystery in a movie that, of course, everyone who's worked on this movie is long since dead, so no one's ever going to figure out what JM and EB is. So whoever did work that into the movie did it, and, like, no one really does know who it is, so I, I think that's pretty cool. That's a good Easter egg to happen there. No, no, no one will ever figure it out. So they go to Lover's Lane and wake up in the morning. She's got to go home, but he's like, nah, 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 life on a leash is bullshit. There's so much adventure and excitement out there. Let's do it. You're like, what now? Maybe uh, 11 months old or something? Let's get it. Let's do it. Not creepy at all. I am astonished, like, though, that they do jump forward to the morning, suggesting they have spent all night together, which yeah. some people try to figure out, is this where they, uh, has he already impregnated her with the puppies at the end of this movie? And people are like, no, the timeline doesn't match up because, mm. like, if this is still April, she has her puppies in, like, December, and, like, mm. dogs only gestate for two months. But it does kind of, like, it easily suggest that they did fuck. Because yeah, it's like, what did they do for the rest of the night until dawn? But yeah, that's the big thing, and this is, like, pretty much this is the centerpiece of the thesis they of the just, whole movie. Of, they of, just looked at all the fires breaking out because people's glass <laughs> candles, or uh, gas candles, every morning at down. least. At least three houses are on fire in, in the town, in the tiny town mm. below them. <laughs> and like, they're just like, Because yeah. people didn't know that you have to clean chimneys or stuff. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. But I do like, this is the thing, like, they show the town, and, like, when Tramp is talking about how there's this big world in the distant hills beyond the town, and the camera pans up, and there's this big, huge god rays. And, like, yeah. it's a nice visualization of what he's talking about, but she still wants to go home. And, yeah, she yeah. says, cool, 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 sounds awesome, but who'd watch over the baby? And, I and you know that, you know what, lady? 
Considering who's been watching over the baby since it was born, that is a legitimate <laughs> question. I mean, Lady is right, because we've already seen what a terrible babysitter Aunt Sarah is, so she's... And I do like that's enough that, like, she's... Like, uh, that, that statement is enough for Tramp to go, like, okay, I'll take you home. That Like, there's not going to be a big argument or anything like that. Her mind no. is made up and he rolls with it. Yep, but then they walk past the chicken coop and he's like, hey, you ever chase chickens? So then they dig their way into the chicken coop, and it's fun because it's something they shouldn't do. So they chase chickens, then they run away when the owner comes out. Yeah, chopper then, sick balls, yeah. Yeah, then she gets caught by the dog catcher. Whoops, good oh, job, Tramp, so you do it. Out. Yeah, and this is another part where I fell asleep. Where, like, <laughs> like as I dozed off, I was like, wait, suddenly the status quo of this movie has changed. Why is she in dog jail? And I had to rewind it. Oh, yeah. So she gets taken to a place where dogs sing all sad and howl and cry, and I'm glad... And we have dogs in this shitty kennel leaking tears from their eyeballs. Because our Disney cartoon wasn't quite sad enough. Throw in some sad dogs. Everybody it loves is. sad dogs. I love looking at sad dogs. Bill, don't you love looking at sad dogs? They might as well just edit what Sarah McLaughlin's <laughs> tears yeah, of, an of an angel over this part of the movie. Yeah. Oh, God. It is like this. They... It's like black velvet. I know they. Level. I know they got a bunch of comedian guys to go. This goes but on that for a while make, too. That doesn't make the weeping sad dogs in the shadows any <laughs> less sad. That's that's the weird maudlin thing about this movie is that like the centerpiece of the scene is like, oh, it's funny because the dogs are singing sad barbershop quartet. While these other dogs are literally crying because they know they're going to be dead soon. And yeah. none of this is resolved in the film. No. So it's actually just like, okay, this is fucking weird. So that I, I never liked this scene growing up. And the only glimmer of hope you can say is there's a little German wiener dog who's like, one more trick and we're out. Digging a hole to get them out of That's there. A good the only point, glimmer yeah. of hope you can say, say is when he buries it back up the last time when the humans come in, you can see daylight at the other of the tunnel. So okay, you, can, yeah. you can hypothesize that they got out, but that's Animation about it. Animation of the Doxy, though, is fantastic. He's a great little wiener dog with the big mm -hmm. floppy ears and everything like that. Like, again, just really nicely observed, like, specific like species specific yeah. uh breed specific dog animation yeah <coughs> so lady gets put in a cell where the other dogs make fun of her for being a rich girl oh <laughs> she's got a collar and everything but then slow-eyed peg is in there looking all <laughs> like a brick got dropped god her i head. do not like that character design that is the up thing for that her because she's got like the big she blue wouldn't be so bad she, she wouldn't be so bad if she didn't have the blue around her eyes for whatever reason the blue around her eyes and like they kind of draw her suggesting she's missing teeth because she's yeah. got like a couple big one or two big hippo teeth which kind of mm -hmm. like suggests that like she's got tooth problems and so i could totally imagine the kind of weird because my mom used to have one of those dogs where like it was white furred but old and was missing teeth and like uh, did you know that thing I... with the dogs where it gets the brown goo around its eyes Kind yeah, of yeah that's what I was about to say. I never. That's the one thing I don't like about white dogs like that is they always have brown stuff on their face, especially like long-haired, shaggy toy yeah. dogs. That yeah, they get the nasty brown. Oh, it's so oh, it's off-putting. But yeah. yeah. So I anyhow, love all Bo dogs, but come Boris on. is a Russian big dog. He's Fred Flintstone. He tells her, <laughs> "Is he Fred that, Flintstone?" Yeah, that's Fred Flintstone. That's hilarious. Yeah. He says they're just jealous, really, because of your, the collar. Because you know, with one of those, you can get out of here. But without one, you're all just... And they're, hey, hey. No, Nutsy is taking the long walk through the one-way door. Whew! 
almost didn't have dog murder in our movie. Glad we squeezed that one in. the Green Mile fucking shit going on here. Almost literally, because, like, they paint... Actually, the set design for this part of the movie is actually really clever, where this kennel is pretty much just a tunnel where there's only two doors. One end is freedom, the other one is death. And mm -hmm. the one with death is just keep out on the other side. They drag that other dog in there. I can't, yep. I tried, I watch, I rewatered a couple times to see, because there is a sound of like clinking and you hear like a dog yelp. And I don't know, Do are they, are they yeah. shooting the dog? Are they just beating it with a shovel? But like, it sounds like the dog, like they kill that dog right then and there. And everyone else is obviously just like, oh, super bummed. And it's like, holy yeah. shit, man. But then, oh, well, a short life isn't, and a merry one. That's what the tramp always says. And now there's a bloke who never got caught, but he has a weakness. It's pussy. <laughs> Then they, then they list the ladies that he fucked. And it's funny because the Chihuahua, he's got a Mexican accent and his sister has a long name. He thinks. She, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Get it? So now the ugly dog's gonna sing about how he is a triumph. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> and I love At least they don't this... waste a lot of time on these songs, I guess. Does. They don't even know that Lady knows the tramp, though, right? For no. some reason, they just, just randomly start singing about, hey, have you heard about there's this dog in town called the Tramp? And he has fucked every woman dog in this town 50 times over. And also, they don't describe him or anything. Lady just assumes it's him, I guess? Yeah, and I don't think anyone actually calls him Tramp, so there's no reason, to, like, it has to be guaranteed it's him, but, like, yeah. yeah. like, yeah. But, of course, in yeah. the Disney movie, we know what they're... I mean, we're talking. Yeah. We're watching a movie called Lady and the Tramp, but when they're like, yeah. there's this guy named yeah, Tramp, yeah. he loves to fuck. We know what he's talking yep. about, but yeah. Yeah. So, Tramp will meet somebody someday that he'll get too horny for, and he'll lose his edge and get caught, and it'll be curtains for him. Curtains, Coitins. yeah? Curtains for the you, Then the dog catcher comes in to get Lady, because somebody's there to pick her up, and I'm surprised Sarah wasted her time to leave the baby at home again to, to come and get the dog. <laughs> makes me wonder how exactly this went down because presumably i was like well presumably when the dog catcher caught you know lady with her with her tags i assume it's like with i guess would they because were there telephones back then oh no because they are on the telephone because like uh fucking yeah uh jim deers on the phone earlier because i was like did they have to send someone to like out to the home oh, okay I'm, I'm just thinking about the logistics of like before there were phones but there's they're not phones. Yeah. But yeah, someone shows up to pick up Lady. Yep, and the, the the dog catcher says, Come on, girl. This is... You're too nice of a girl to be in a place like this. Hey, well, then maybe you should nice the place up so it's not such a shithole, my man. Seriously, dude. Just fucking clean it. Paint. And we this never see... place is a... Duh. Yeah, we never see any of these characters again. I thought... Because no. there's a little bit earlier where... I think... Is it Trusty and the Scotty Terrier... I think they say something about how they have room at their own homes. Is he? Mm -hmm. Are they talking about like taking Lady in, or are they talking about the Tramp in? And I thought there was going to be a thing at the end where you find out that like the owners of Trusty and S Scotty also adopted all the stray animals at the shelter. But no, we again, yeah, you, no, I guess you have to rely on the not. idea that like the Doxy got them out because they're never mentioned or, or seen again in the film. But yeah, yeah. So. That, and now that raging bitch of an ant has chained Lady up outside inside the doghouse. So Jacques <laughs> oh, this and is Trusty, the end of the movie! This is, yeah! Yeah, yeah, okay. Jacques and Trusty show up to check on her, and to help her out, they're gonna marry her. Because that's how dogs work. That Your is home weird. is shit right now, come live with us by oh, marrying that's us. that's what it is, okay, yeah. 
And she's like, no. It's and then weird. the tramp shows up with a bone, and they all turn their backs on him. Because, see, he's beneath them in their collars. Oh, I see. Yeah. They're full of class warfare shit now. Mm -hmm. They ask the lady, do you want this guy thrown out? And she's like, that won't be necessary. So they leave, but not before Jock yells at him, you mongrel! And that spits seemed a bit at racist. Him. Yeah. No, he doesn't spit at him. He, like... <laughs> no, he barks at him. He's a he calls Wait, him a he, like, he flicks some dirt at him. Yeah. He does, yeah. So, Tramp's like, come on, baby, be cool. It wasn't my fault. I thought you were right behind me. Well, maybe next time, don't chase a bunch of chickens around in a pen, you moron. Yeah, and also, so, Lady's, like, irrationally angry at him because, and like... he was like, I was really upset when I heard you were taken to the pound. And she's like, oh, don't mention that place. I was so embarrassed and frightened. Places like that shouldn't happen to dogs in my class status. Oh, yeah, so humiliating. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a little... Hmm. So he says, oh, who could ever harm a cute little trick like you? Trick? That's... Trick? <laughs> to be fair... She's not even... He's. She's not even offended that he called her a trick. <laughs> that just reminds her, who's Trixie? And that's... And I was Beefy. Like, does and Rosita trick have a different Bokita connotation Bokita. in 1955 slash 1910? Because, like... I don't know. Yeah, who would who in the right mind would, like, what? And, of course, she gets... And, yeah, it's it's not the fact that he, he calls her a trick... It's the fact that, that it reminds her of Trixie, and then she mm -hmm. gets all rationally upset at him because a whore dog a in jail sang her. a song about what a whore, whore dog he is. Yeah. yeah so. How could you have a life before you met me? How <laughs> dare you? They've literally known each other for a day and a half now. Yeah. 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 So she tells him to leave as a storm rolls in. Take your bone with you. Ooh. <laughs> it's very <laughs> so popular. Take the bone shit. with yeah. you. So she goes in her doghouse and cries as he leaves, but oh no. Oh no, as the storm rolls in, she sees that rat from the first part of the movie that that seems like a lifetime ago. She chases it, but it gets away because she has the, the, the collar and the leash and on there. They're keeping her in the yard. And that shitty ant opens her window and yells at her to quick buck barking as the rat climbs into the baby's room because that incompetent idiot of an ant left the window open during a raging storm. And Good job, Aunt Sarah. Rat. I appreciate how evil they made this rat look. Because he's got mm. glowing yellow eyes and glowing yellow teeth. And he just looks like a fucking... Like, he looks like a racist caricature of, of rats. Like, yeah. he looks like... Yeah, he looks like the nastiest rat. And yeah, and he Tramp, sneaks... Yeah, yeah. Tramp comes back because he heard Lady barking. And she's like, fuck, there's a rat. It went in the baby's room. Go in the doggy door and get fuck up that rat. This part always gave me anxiety when I was a wee baby Daniel, because I don't like it when things or people or anybody gets in trouble for something that they didn't do. Well, that's that a, was, that, that, that's one of the things like within Disney movies, like. that, especially with a thing like this, where like kids are going to be identifying with the animals, and so mm. it is kind of like an, uh, a kid getting in trouble with their parent for something yeah. they didn't do, kind of anxiety stuff. But yeah, he um, heads upstairs. Fuck with that evil rat. They do battle. Baby's crib is knocked over. Rat is murdered. The ant is an idiot, though. Blames the dogs. Also, the rat in the closet. seems to, like, triple in size when it fights. Yeah. Because uh, there's one, like, like suddenly, like, there's like there's one big battle shot that shows most of the battle between Tramp and the rat. And that, that one shot where they're really tussling, like, everything else in the room disappears. They're almost in the spotlight. Yeah, suddenly the rat is almost, like... Two thirds as big as Tramp is, I guess, because like Scram. just just to make it seem like like a more much more dramatic fight, because the rat is still just like tiny. I mean, rats can still be huge, but like I don't know, shut up, Bill. But yeah, so rat the rat is dead. 
Yep, yep, yep. And then she locks Tramp is in the closet. Is that about two of the rats eating babies? <laughs> I know it's I 1910 know. where, like, everyone eats as best as candy. Yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah, anyway. I don't know. Best not to risk it, so... Imagine being the person, like, you're, like, in 1955, and you're, like, you've got a scarred up face, you look like Edward James almost, and people are like, what's wrong with you? And, like, my, my face got chewed up in the crib by a rat when I was a baby in 1910, you yeah. know? I mean, it was 1910. Worst shit was happening. That's what babies. I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the dog catcher comes to get Tramp, and that asshole woman tells him, If you want my advice, you'll destroy that animal at once. No, sir. Nobody asks for your advice. No but one. The, the, yeah. But he's like, Don't worry, ma'am. We've been after this one for months. We'll take care of him. He's a peach. Uh, so, Tramp's limping a little bit, too, which I thought that was good dog animation, because mm. I guess he got a little fucked up by that rat. Jim Deere and Darling happened to roll up right at that mo moment, and the dog catcher's like, just picking up a stray, caught him attacking a baby. Did you? Did you? So Jock and Trusty are like, man, knew that guy was an asshole, but I didn't know he ate babies. So those, the humans are on inside. Take time to talk to Sarah about what's going on, rather than go up to their nameless baby room. They open a the door, let Lady out, who rushes upstairs, points at the rat. So everybody's like, you got a rat. I can't believe I am that dog wasn't a bad that guy. Jim Deere actually takes the moment to be like, oh, Lady must be telling us something rather than just ignoring her. Like he's been yeah. doing for the rest of the movie, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he should have been like, shut up, Sarah. My dog knows more than you. Just fire. <clears throat> At this point, yeah, the dog is the baby, better babysitter than Aunt Sarah is. Mm -hmm. Jesus yep. Christ, no wonder, no wonder she's fired at the end of the movie. <laughs> Jock and Trusty are like, well, that's egg on our face. I guess we should go stop that wagon. Trusty's like, don't sweat it. We'll track them down and we'll we'll hold them where they are. So <clears throat> they get to the center of town and Trusty starts sniffing around and he says, we'll follow the sand. And Jock says, Ugh, let's face it. We both know you lost your sense of smell. And Trusty just goes, and snorts at him and gets back to sniffing. Because Jock has based that whole lie on nothing, and he's still got his sense of smell because he's all yeah, I there be starts chasing. So I guess it is Jock is just wrong? Yeah. Um, I do love the background paintings here too, because they do a really cool oh, yeah, the, job. The 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 floors the pavement and everything looks great. All the light reflected in the wet surfaces because it, it. it is now it's like immediately after it's just been raining. And mm. just all the like the the, the, the lamp posts, all the light being reflected, and I guess like the moonlight and all the puddles and in the mud that like the dogs are sniffing through and stuff, just looks really. It actually, it's it's funny because it kind of reminds me of some of the matte paintings they did for the end of Mary Poppins when the dad is going off mm. to the bank to get fired. Where it's like for a night scene, it's actually kind of brightly lit because you've got all this light reflected in the wet streets. So it just looks really cool. But yeah. mm -hmm. Everything's all so, muddy and shit, but yeah. Yep, they follow the path to the dog pound, which is yeah, where you I, find the dogs them. don't have much of a plan other than to somehow, like, stop this the the fucking dog pound truck mm -hmm. by barking this, at the horses. I guess, I guess, yeah. And the whole dang dang carriage falls over as people gather around. Jim Deere and Darling roll up in a car, and and uh, they give us that old juke. They make us think Trusty's dead because he's laying under the carriage with the wheel on top of him. Because we haven't had enough sad dogs in this movie. Jock starts howling this, sadly. This <laughs> You're like, like, well, damn, Disney. But in the next scene, of course, we see the trustee just walking around with a castle on his leg, and that's it. Yeah. This feels like the, like the, the 18th movie we've seen, where someone clearly dies at the end of it, and then suddenly during the epilogue, it's like, oh, they've got a castle on their own kick. Is that 
happened in the G.I. Joe movie. I'm trying to yeah. think of other stuff, but this seems to be... And, like, of course, there's always the trivia thing of, like, originally that character was supposed to die, but then they decided they wanted a happier ending, so they came yeah. back and changed the ending, and so they suddenly the character shows up for the cast. Yeah, so yep. that's exactly what future. happens here. It's Christmas time again. The dogs are having babies, and they're getting their photos taken. I do taken like it's bookended with Christmas. That's kind mm. of a nice way to wrap up the movie, because it started at Christmas. Does that mean this is a Christmas movie? I guess so. Fuck. Mm. Not that anyone cares enough about Lady no, and Tramp. No, not like, anybody cares. Inject that into, is it a Christmas movie war? Uh, yeah. yeah, you get to see that fucking lady. She's been brutally <laughs> fucked in in the womb by Tramp. And, and she's it, the, it works exactly like how dogs work, where the boys look like the boy do dog, and the girls look like the girl dog. It's not like they're a mixture of the two things. Exactly, no. yeah. Which, I, I would imagine there's gotta be at least a couple, uh... Uh, re like rejected character designs of the two animals mixed for the mm. for the puppies that like the people at Disney are like no that's a little too weird looking look yeah although I'm sure on DeviantArt there's plenty of hentai of like people Gross. trying to show like the sexy combination of Lady and the Tramp what their children look like but I've so, heard more th from more than one woman in my life about how how hot Tramp is in this movie mm. I always think about that Seriously, I think he's so. kind of a sleazy douchebag yeah he's he's mm. the Sam Malone of 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 the animated dog kingdom, but yeah. So, Jacques comes rolling up to the house in his new sweater, and Trusty's okay. He just has a cast on his leg now. And then, Sarah, Aunt Sarah is also redeemed because he says, Where's that? Jim, Jim Deere says, Where's that dog box of dog biscuits that Aunt Sarah sent? Well, see, now she likes the dog, so she's okay. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because this house has would've become... Would have been better than if Jim <laughs> Deere had said, Where's that box of dog biscuits we turned Aunt Sarah into? Her entire, she's been fired from her do job as a as a babysitter. Now this is the last box of dog biscuits she could ever possibly afford. Also, she just I, keeps calling them and begging. I know I let a rat in the room and it almost killed your baby. Please let I, me come I, see him again. Yeah, it seems like every like fucking hits here is the worst. Also, I do appreciate how Jim Deere and Darling their house is pretty much just turned into a dog hotel because they just mm. get so excited that they're getting ready for Trusty and Jacques to show up at the end like they're like human guests because they're like mm. waiting and looking out the window and like oh Jacques and Jacques and Trusty are here let's go and like like yeah it's like the entire house is now dedicated to serving these animals which cracks me up um yeah. also the timeline's a little weird because if the rest of the movie takes place in April and we've just jumped ahead like eight months to Christmas, uh, I fucking trust he must have been super fucked up if he's still in a yeah. cast. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, but anyway. I get cinnamon yeah. sense, whatever the fuck, yeah. Yeah. Trusty rambles at the puppies and mentions old reliable. I don't think I've mentioned him before. Have I? And the puppies say, No, you haven't, Uncle Trusty. And he's like, I haven't. Well, I don't plumb clean Which, for God, what that old man used to say. But kind of <laughs> suggests that he's always known that he's repetitive about his old reliable stories. Because yeah. he seems genuinely happy to find out that he's found people who, who are open and receptive to his stories that he, they've never heard of before. But that is a cute and moment, then, though. Then some old dead people sing about peace and <laughs> children of goodwill in the movie. Ends. It is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that perfect Disney choral sound of like... Yeah. That, like... Man, when did Disney stop doing that? Because that is such... I just... I hear that and oh I get chills up my spine of, like, the, the old dead old Disney dead chorus yeah. sound. Yeah. Bill, I just saw some goofs. 
right oh, before man. Tramp chases the rat in the house, he's out in the rain and is wet. In the next shot, he's dry. Oh my gosh! No! Oh no! I saw people like, <laughs> oh no! His color changes because like in this scene he's gray and this other scene he's tan, and I'm like. Well, he's kind of a grayish tan, and he's going to change color depending on the light and stuff like that. Of course, who gives a Wow. The shadow under the door extends too far. The light source would have to be on the floor to cast the long shadow. Man. That is some... Wow. So, that's the thing when it comes to IMDb uh, and Disney features is that... I mean, Disney fans are always known to being the most pedantic fans in the world. Combined with, like... Yeah, of course, it's an animated film. Everything's not going to match up. And, like, yeah, you just get the, like, insane laundry lists of, like, quote-unquote continuity goose that is just, like, calm down a little bit. Like, there's some basic stuff, like, <laughs> at the end, like, Lady's Chain that she's supposed to be leashed to kind of goes away and disappears and comes back. But, like, just even stuff where, like, yeah, people are, like, upset because the light is, like, a little bit, like, not right. And just, like, oh, Under character error, swatting your dog for misbehaving usually just confuses or frightens the animals, as happens with Lady when Darling strikes her. This is one case of values dis... Dishon dishonest. Ah, oh, I Dissonance, can't say the word yeah. now. Yeah, because corporal punishment for both dogs and human children was perfectly acceptable at the time of the film's Still, release, and especially that's, in the time period of the film. That's, that's not, not a character goof. error. That's that, that's not a goof at all. That's just something that happened no. in the movie. And it's not like people don't still hit their pets. Yeah. Like I just, I like I said, I just swatted my cat the other day for biting my ass. Oh, what? Yeah, no, that's that's. I mean, Disney that's the fans, thing. man. It's not like Disney fans are inherently insane, but like because Disney's so popular, that fan base is gonna have more than its fair share of just like statistically, it's gonna have crazy people in it. And that you're gonna have people typing that shit and thinking it's a legitimate like movie era that needs to be documented. This movie's worse than we thought. The amount of spaghetti and meatballs on the plate Lady and Tramp eat <laughs> from changes. Are you tell me that drawings change from? from yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm sure I I'm 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 surprised they didn't note the number of meatballs is not consistent from you know. Oh my god. Yeah, it's okay, not yeah. that it's not great. I'm kinda surprised they're not like you can see the brush strokes in the background painting because it's obviously not an actual <laughs> photograph. Um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, that's leading the tramp. It's mo it's Yeah, just it's, we're finally bullshits. done with it. Finally. It's not, it's it, there's nothing inherently wrong with it. It's just a lot of just fucking Yeah, it's an old fat secretary movie. Hmm. It's the Gene Teasdale motion picture. I do. I'm curious about I will never watch it now, but I am curious as what they did with the live action one that even people who like Lady and Tramp were like, eh. Yeah, I forgot about how that launched with the service too. And I know mm. they fucked that up because like as soon as yeah, as soon as I finished Lady of the Tramp here, it automatically kicked me to the landing page for the live action remake. And man, Tramp looks nasty. Yeah. Like at least Tramp has a pretty uh <laughs> Appealing character design within the thing itself. Oh god, this looks fucking ugly. Oh god, and it's other obviously just such. Oh, F. Murray Abraham is playing one of the. Oh, he's the he's Tony. I wonder if they have sad dogs and dog murder in that one too. Oh god, that is so fucking. Ah, that's just less the dead-eyed CGI dogs. Yeah. It's not. Oh man, that is not appealing. That is. No. No. Uh, I guess there's more stuff with riverboats in this one. Oh, good man. riverboats. Everybody's it's favorite. It's weird too because I'm watching little bits of it now, and so you've got these photorealistic dogs. Oh, and I guess. Uh, oh, I guess but the they did pad it out to an hour movie. and fifty-one minutes. Oh god. 
But, so you've got these photorealistic dogs that they try to put, like, human emotion, like, they have eye- their, their eyebrows move like people? So that's extra just like, oh god, so it kind of looks like a person got in a transporter accident with a cocker spaniel a little bit? That's weird. Oh, Aunt Sarah is, is a black lady, that's who that is, what's her face from Community. So that's how they try to work, <laughs> try, to make, try to make this movie not so squeaky clean whitewashed bullshit, but... God, these faces look awful. Yeah. Well, at least the at least Peg the 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 one dog you hate still looks like a dork. Oh god, let's see. Oh yeah, it's totally like the toy dog. Oh god, she's like doing a little sexy butt dance. I do. What is this? <laughs> what is this? I don't know. Okay, spoilers. Live action Lady Tramp is a fucking waking nightmare. At least cats is just embraces its horribleness, whereas. Yeah, no, fuck oh, Disney, fuck that shit. No, it's... Oh, man, it's only like an hour and 36 minutes, because after that, it's just like 20-plus minutes of credits. I was about to see, yeah. Whereas at least this is the original animated uh, Lady in the Trap, which is like, oh, Finn, Unfin, and that's it. Smash out and it's done. You know what would have made this movie Ooh. better? Is that the rat talked like this? <laughs> His name's Pendleton, and he's a rat. And just voiced by Paul Lynn for no reason. <laughs> yeah, that, well, no, because it's Charlotte's Web, and he screams, "Save me, Charlotte!" When he gets I've never seen Charlotte's Web. Yeah, yeah. I've heard. I think pig. I've read the book because that's with the. Isn't that the one with the pig? Yeah. The pig eats pig. the spider, or whatever the fuck happens. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Peggy the spider. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Not Charlotte. Which Peggy is funny because now I just realize I have no idea what I'm doing for my next project. So if I were what smart, Wait, I would say Charlotte I'm doing the Charlotte's pig web. Or the, the spider. Now I can't remember. Oh, I think God, it's Charlotte, yeah. right? Something. Something. God, what am I doing for my next thing? I don't even. Think what I'm are you doing for your next? Thing? Is there anything else we have to talk about? Leaving the trap? Is that it? No. Man. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think of stuff. I have no idea what I'm doing next time. I okay, totally blanked fine. on like thinking of stuff. I'm trying to. Wilbur's the pig. Yeah, Charlotte's. The That's pig. what it is. Yeah. Cause isn't the whole thing like? Isn't she like writing messages to the farm animals? And it's so sad when she dies well, they, and she leaves well, behind her will. Well, they don't they don't want the pig to get eaten, so she keeps writing like some pig and shit. On oh, the that's way. right. Yeah. And there's a fat rat named Pendleton who's voiced by you know everybody's favorite. I'm just a fat rat who loves to eat. Okay, that's what it is. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man, well, I'm looking at my target of the party document of ideas and stuff like this. Like, it's mostly just rambling, hate, hate, hateful notes about food fight. <laughs> hey man, if you don't feel like picking something, we can always just move on to the next Disney thing. What would be the next Disney thing? Davy Crockett. Oh jeez, I might want to pick something. <laughs> Davy Crockett. Is that so? Is that going to be an episode of the TV show, or did it launch it's, with like I a think... movie? No, I think it's a couple of TV put together. Man, all I know about Davy Crockett... All I know Crockett, about Davy Crockett is apparently he can't chop wood because they tried to Because we saw Fess with, Parker, yeah. he was in that launch of Disneyland short. Yeah. And all I know is the... In Back to the Future, when he's going into the diner, when, like literally the first thing he does in 1955 after ditching the DeLorean, they're playing the ballad of Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett, King of the Wildfire. Yeah. Oh man, in the Cal Disneyland Adventures video game, that's the song that plays when you go to Frontierland, and you oh, get really? it's like, who gives a shit about Davy Crockett anymore? <laughs> I mean, it was enough that like there was a whole thing of like Davy Crockett hats and like so. I mean, I guess if you grew up with it, it was a big deal, but like, yeah. The fuck. 
fucking Disney search shit where we're supposed to be yelling in the microphone. God no, but your next no, your next episode's uh, Space Raiders. Wait, would Space Raiders not have come out after? Wait, so what's? Wait, is it? No, no, I think yes. Space Raiders Space would have been last, last week. week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This pre-tape and shit. Is that's what I was thinking because I when okay. I when I far, started recording this episode, like I had to, this numerically comes after Space Raiders. Yeah, so that's why I forgot to like. But I I was thinking the same thing too. Uh, no, that I'm not looking for. I was looking for the same thing too. I'm looking for Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett. Well, there's Davy Crockett and the River Pirates, and Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. Uh, it's, uh... King of the Wild Frontier is the first one listed. And if it sucks balls, we sure as shit ain't watching the second one. Huh. Yeah, so it is an hour and 32 minute movie, which may just be like an episode or two of the TV show. That's what I read together. on Wikipedia, I think it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there's a second... Yeah, and we then, could but, just do one of those. Yeah, and then we gotta watch Spin and Marty. Which, I when as a couple episodes of a TV show, I guess we have to watch. We'll see. Maybe? We'll see. Maybe? Yeah, we might we skip that. We can poke at it to see if there's too. anything there. Yeah, because I don't... Yeah. All I know is Spin and Marty. Like, I had a... Uh, um, I had a... Uh, a gym teacher in elementary school who would randomly refer to people as Spin and Marty. Huh. And I have no idea. It's because if, like, those kids look like Spin and Marty. Like, I don't know what the... Like, uh, the he would also knows? refer to people as, as Frodo. Huh. <laughs> Because I guess we were small because we were elementary students. And so he would just say, like, hey, Frodo, what are you doing? So, yeah. It was just funny because he was a big, big fucking big dude. So he was kind of like galoot? a galoot. Like, yeah, he was a big galoot. So, like, he, like even a normal-sized person, he can get away with calling Frodo because they were going to be smaller than him. Yeah. Uh, that was Lady and the Tramp. Whatever. Next week will be sure. something, but yeah, that's yeah, at least that's that. That 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 was the big animated speed bump we had ahead of us. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's muttering on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Target podcast. Twitter. Target podcast. That come all that jazz. Uh, I got nothing else. There's no good way to go out with this. Just uh, movie. how do we do radio Just of us? Be nice to dogs. Yeah, be nice to go 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 pet. You've got a dog, go pet your dog. Um, Don't let your Aunt Sarah come watch your baby like a month after it's born. That's not how you do. How many babies? Newborn babies need to their parents. How many come babies on. was Aunt Sarah responsible for the death of during her other babysitting ten years when she was obviously so... Jesus she just Christ. left it at home when she went she to go get a muzzle for the dog. I would have given this movie more credit if they just showed her putting it, putting the baby in a drawer before leaving <laughs> the house or something. Like, yeah. What a monster. Especially if they've got this rat problem where rats are constantly trying to get into the house to eat the baby. Oh, my God. Awful. Yeah. Awful. Awful. I love All the right. idea that the uh, Atari 2600 Lady of the Tramp game is about, like, you're just trying to shut all the windows in the house, trying to keep the rats from getting in to eat the baby. Yeah. So that's well, it. That's Lady of the Tramp. That's it. That. Yeah. We've got nothing else. So get the heck out of here. See you next time, I guess. Adios. Yeah. Yeah. Poot. Ah. Oh.